0: Because RFK was picking up traction. Yep. Yeah. And I don't... I'm not an RFK guy at all. But he should have been allowed to have his voice. He should have. That's why he had to run as independent. Even yeah. though it was like a raspy voice, right? I mean, I think that's going to be his downfall. <laughs> yeah. Because so imagine if he actually ended up running for president. Can you imagine the memes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Vice yeah. President Macy Gray.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and welcome back, everybody, to... Another extremely cancelable episode of no, The Careful no. Boy. Give us
0: your best shot. Give it, uh, maybe not.
1: Well, we have today, Matt Kim with us. Hey. Hey. Yay! Um, so, recently you posted something on Instagram that I have no idea about. Something <laughs> Great <laughs> lead-in. Amazing. Doing something our homework. Fantastic. Something. Best interviewer ever. <laughs> uh, take that, Tucker.
0: you interviewed him. Never mind. Yeah. Take that. That, Andrew Tate. Right, <laughs> so I was in Iowa this weekend for the Iowa caucus. Um, <laughs> if you're not familiar, caucus. it's the Iowa caucus and that's where the Republicans decide who's going to be the presidential nominee uh, for the Republican Party. So I was over there for the event and I tried to go to a Ron DeSantis event. I applied via their website for the event uh, the night before and the day of after I was at a Trump rally and the day of, right after the Trump rally ended, they called me. They called me and they're like, hey, we're trying to speak to Matt Kim. Uh, we wanna make sure that, you know, we're gonna see if you're gonna come because of the weather. Cause it was like negative 20 degrees and it was snowing and the weather was horrible. We decided we're gonna move the event up from 8.30 to seven o'clock. So we just wanna make sure that you're gonna arrive. I was like, yeah, of course, I'm gonna be there. I got your text message. And they're like, yeah, oh, great. Like we just wanted to confirm. Amazing. The guy I was with, who was also applied for the same event, he didn't get the phone call. Okay, weird. So I show up to the event, and I walk in the door. Wait, so the people you
2: were with, you guys all decided to go together to the to, to see the, primary, the
0: Republican primary? Yeah, I just wanted to go be a part of the town hall. I like, I just wanted to go in. Like, people shit on Ron DeSantis all the time. So I'm curious, like, what does he gotta say? Like, what's the event like? Were you wearing your MAGA hat? I was not wearing a MAGA hat. <laughs> um, but I was at the Trump rally in, early in the day. Like, I'm all the way in Iowa. I want to see the political process up close. Like, why not, right? So I go to the event, and I take maybe two steps in the door. And two steps in the door is security. I mean, like, six four, like, like one of these guys. Like, hey, I, I got to talk to you. I'm like, all right, weird. And they're like, wait a second. You're like, hey, can we just talk to you over here by the door? So they pull me outside into, like, that little gap between, like, the- main entrance and, and kind of the secondary entrance. And he's like, yeah, you know, like we, we had problems with someone here before and um, you know, the guy kind of looked like you. What? So, um, <laughs> An Asian guy in Iowa? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, he kind of looked like you, so we just want to make sure. And he's talking to me and he goes, and he takes a picture, right? I'm like, all right, weird. And then he like he's like talking to me and he does like this and he's like, you gotta go. Huh? I'm like really like why he's like look it's private property you got to get out of here I was like this is bullshit like there's no reason I'm getting kicked out you guys actually called me to make sure I was coming do you have like a pass or anything to show him or did no no like they he need- bought a no. ticket like yeah oh, no okay. it is free oh. but you have to sign up yeah they knew I was coming because they literally called me yeah. to confirm I was coming and like look it's private property you got to go
2: what if there's another Asian, like, person that was there the other day, and they're doing some, like, smear thing of, like, protesting, and they're, like, an <laughs> environmental guy or whatever, and then they're just like, fuck, man, these fucking Chinese people coming in here. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> more <laughs> ching-chong, no more ching-chongs.
0: Yeah, no, the night before, that's, this was Sunday, the night before on, Sunday, on Saturday, um, someone at a raw DeSantis town hall had gone up to stage, and presented him with a participation trophy. Oh yeah, I saw that. Oh. yeah <laughs> and, Oh that and it's your one? twin brother. And I mean, obviously it doesn't look like me at all. No, he that guy was like Mexican or white or something, right? Yeah, and that yeah. no one even knows who that guy was. Yeah. It just happened like organically out of nowhere. And I think they were so embarrassed by that because I mean Ryan Sant sat there and accepted it yeah. until they realized, oh shit, they're trolling me. It took like a full 30 seconds and like security, like everyone let it happen. And then his wife, Casey, had to step in between and like protect him, which is like really demasculating. And that kind of just happened all over the internet. So I think they were just really on edge. And I had taken a picture earlier that day that went online with um, a girl named Laura Loomer, who was like really well known within Twitter of being kind of this in your face investigative journalist. And they've kicked her out of the event the night before. And uh, the Dilly meme team, which is like known for making these memes and always like shitting on the Sanders campaign. So because there was a picture of me with these two people. Oh, uh, they thought you were probably going to They, do they thought I was going to be a player. I see. Wow. Because they kicked me out. Wait until you see all the spots you get kicked out because you're fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You thought it was bad. Thanks. You think you canceled? <laughs> hey. Is there a Welcome. good bubble tea place I can go instead? <laughs> maybe, maybe 10% off. Yeah. I'll have to fly out of a
1: different airport.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I left, the, I left the event after they kicked me out, and I walked next door to a restaurant. I'm like, all right, it's freezing. I haven't eaten all day. I'm just going to go next door and grab a bite of tea before I move on to whatever else I want to do. I walk into the restaurant, and this charity stops me. They're like, look, you're not allowed in here either. What? I'm like, what are you talking about? They followed you? Or they're separate security. Separate security. What the fuck? So everybody just got your fucking photo, like, passed Why around that whole area? Yeah. They're, they're like, this is the same property, and if you're not allowed, there, you are not allowed in here. Do all these people have the fucking curly wire in their ear? I have yeah. no idea what's Top going on. I'm freezing my balls off. I just want to grab a burger and, like, figure out what my next move is, because I did not expect to get kicked out.
1: Yeah.
0: And they're like, you got to go. So I left. Were your friends there, too? Or you are yeah. just by yourself? So- or... So the guys with the Dilly meme team um, They they had no intent on going in because they're kind of known to the campaign So what they did and they had no idea I was getting kicked out because we separated I'm gonna go in and they're gonna go eat but you know they ended up hanging out in front of the Ron DeSantis tour bus smoking cigars and They're sitting outside smoking cigars and Ron DeSantis were so scared to run into these guys in person That he wouldn't get out of his tour bus what and he sat in the tour bus and held up the entire event for 30 minutes while they were outside smoking a cigar so there's five security guys standing in front of them and brendan who kind of runs their thing over there he's like look like you know i'm not doing anything right like everyone like there's security here there's cameras here like i'm just here like i'm allowed to be here and they're like oh yes sir they're still outside (laughs) <laughs> he, wouldn't, he wouldn't leave the tour bus because he was, he was scared of getting trolled. And I'm like, how can you be running for president if you're scared of a little bit of social media pressure? Like, you have to be able to handle this. So I thought that was a really weird, like, really weird, odd thing. So after I get kicked out of this Ron DeSantis event, there is a guy in a wheelchair. I didn't know him before this, but he had the Dilly Meme team hat on. I guess security didn't notice. When he walked into, when he rolled in, I'm sorry, he didn't walk. <laughs> <laughs> when he rolled into the event, the security saw him in a wheelchair and they put him in the front row. Oh, nice! Because it looks really good on camera, yeah. right in front of the media. Oh, right. Look, there's a guy in wheelchair, a wheelchair here, <laughs> right in the front row supporting Ron DeS- But they didn't know that he was a supporter of the? Of, of to them, the enemy. Wow. So he's sitting there just watching. Didn't say a word. He's like 40, 50 years old. Um, He's just sitting there listening, causing no problem whatsoever. He's just sitting up front. And and it's not his fault he's sitting, number one. Number two, it's not his fault he's up front. They put him there. As soon as I get kicked out, they're like, oh shit, there's another guy. So they grabbed his wheelchair and they removed him and they put him outside. Uh, Whoa. How are you going to take a guy, grab his wheelchair, which is like... Totally against like the rules of like handicapped right? you, like your wheelchair is an extension of yourself mm. so, so they separated him no. or you no. mean they just they grabbed, just re- grabbed, him grabbed him his up. wheelchair and they, they moved him out no, Yeah, no, the they did like physically remove, yeah, that'd be the move, same move thing out. as if someone gra- just and removed you That's exactly the same at least to the, that community, right? Yeah. Because that is how they move. Yeah. yeah, that's their legs Exactly. Yeah, and they just grabbed him and again t- negative 20 degrees outside. Damn, they just my. put him outside in the cold Damn. Damn. I hope he was wearing a sweater. Negative 20, bro. Yeah, and they're just like you got to get out of here and He's like dude, I didn't do anything and he's like you gotta go and it was like the weirdest experience Because on the flip side, you know I was there and once the Trump campaign found out I was there They were like hey, you want to see inside like, you know people watch you people trust you Like you can come in and see everything going on in the campaign And they literally gave me like this Trump pass to like go behind the scenes. And they're like, I I thought when they gave me a pass to go behind the scenes of their campaign, they would be like, all right, here are like some rules. Here are some like things you can talk about, things you can't talk about, things you can do you can't do. Today's video is brought to you by
2: Rocket Money. Now a lot of you guys slide in our DMs and you'll be like, yo, how do you like get more financially intelligent? Mm -hmm. How do I stop spending? How do I do this? Well, Rocket Money is here to save all of us. If you like to go out and spend frivolously and you need somebody to help you manage your funds, Rocket Money got you. Like me, I'll be out there like, this month I'm not gonna be spending too much money on coffee. So I'll set myself a budget and then I go out there and what do I do? I end up spending too much money on coffee. But what if there was something out there that said, "Uh, excuse me, you're over your limit today
1: you should probably start making coffee at home. Rocket Money does exactly that for me. You know how many people are like, oh my goodness, Jack Kendall's, I'm a doctor and I'm poor. And it's because There's an age old saying, it's not how much money you make, but how much money you spend. Yeah. that's why I love Rocket Money because it controls your spending all over the place. From managing your subscriptions to how much you're spending, setting budgets. Are you spending too much money on your car? Mm -hmm. Are your savings, are you even putting money away? Are you dollar cost averaging yourself? yourself you can set those things daily weekly monthly and every time your girlfriend yells at you you put five dollars away you can be a millionaire yep and I'm pretty sure if you're anyone like the rest
2: of us you got all these subscriptions and you don't even know every month you're paying it well what if you had
1: something that told you excuse me you're not even using this anymore but you keep paying it every month why you got 12 porn subscriptions yeah Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. Monitors your spending and helps lower your bills as well. Rocket Money has over
2: 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million
1: in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't even use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash off the record. That's rocketmoney.com slash off the record.
0: Rocketmoney.com slash off the record. They were like, here's a pass, have fun. And that was oh. it. Mm. So it's such a stark contrast between even amongst the Republican side, between campaigns. One side is like so fully transparent. Like there never was for're like, alright, let me see what you're gonna post. Let me See what you're going to talk about. Here's the things you can't talk about. Like, literally nothing. They're Like, here's where everyone's going to be hanging out. Here, Here's a path you can walk everywhere you are. And, oh, yeah, here, you can meet Don Jr. You can meet Eric Trump. You can meet Carrie Lake. You can, like, interview whoever you want. Like, it's up to you. Again, free free roam. And the other side's like, you can't walk in. It's so different on how you be treated, you know? So that experience itself was just so wild. Because... I never thought in a million years that I would be kicked out for being like independent and free thinking and just be associating. And what happened like to be guilty by association. It's such a weird thing. And like, it's something that we all struggle with these days that we are guilty because we're friends with this person. We are guilty because we support this person. We are guilty because we believe in this. It's like the thing that's become most it's something that we all think is not right with the world right now, right? Ever since 2020 to now, guilty by association. And for them to literally practice that in real real life, it was just the oddest experience. Meatball Run. Meatball Run. Meatball Run. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Meatball <laughs> run.
1: The sanctimonious. I
0: think they just call him Meatball Run. I don't know why they call the Meatball centers. Run. Yeah. Do you know why they call him Meatball Ron? I, I don't know where the Meatball Ron came from. It's catchy though. <laughs> but funny. people also don't call him Ron anymore. They just call him Rob or Rick, or they just um, knowingly mispronounce his name. That was your smear campaign concept yeah. earlier. Yeah, we talked I about see that. The wrong name. We it I thought
2: murder. it was. Uh, they, they always said
1: uh, Trump said um, disingenuous. Disingenuous. <laughs> meatball yeah. Ron. Do you think you'll end
0: up just <laughs> being Biden versus Trump? Yeah, I mean. It'll either be Biden versus Trump. That's exactly who it is now. Anyone that thinks currently that is just lying to you, because no way anyone other than Trump is on the right, right? It's impossible. Um, the only way is if they literally forcefully prevent him through some weird, unforeseen circumstance, right? The other side is definitely Joe Biden, and the only way it would be is if, like, right leading up to the election time, like, look, like there's health issues, he can't do it anymore and he would potentially gracefully bow out. And then they would have to change some election laws because like you're supposed to be on the ballot by now. They would change some election laws because you know, like changing election laws right before election is a thing now. And they would have to change some election laws and most likely they would put in someone like a, a Michelle Obama or Gavin Newsom.
1: Wow. But
0: yeah. even if they haven't been running this whole time, like shouldn't it be like Kamala or something? I mean they're supposed to be, Yeah. like having a Democratic primary and people should be putting up their names up for a potential candidate. Uh, People don't know that there are actually two other candidates running on the Democratic side. Yep. They are just not allowed on the Democratic ballot. So the DNC is not allowing them to be on the Democratic primary ballot in pretty much every single state. But they are actually actively campaigning. They actually- Andrew Yang's trying to promote one of the guys. Yeah, so there is uh, Marianne Williamson and Dean Phillips. I've never heard of any of these people. Yeah, no one's ever heard of them. That's bad, right? I should know who they are. But they have like five... You're a bad guy. I'm a bad guy. They have like 5 to 8% of the actual Democratic vote. Both of them do. So that would put them about the (laughs) same level as a Vivek Ramaswamy. Put them the same level as a Ron DeSantis now. Put them the same level as a Nikki Haley. Like, they actually have traction but they're not allowed to be on the DNC ballot which is crazy right because they're always like Joe Biden is always like MAGA Republicans are going to steal your democracy but then they don't allow the democratic process mm. like why aren't they allowed to be on the ballot yeah. why can't I mean look at what they did to Bernie yeah, the craziest they totally them yeah they, totally they snubbed him hard because RFK was picking up traction yep. yeah. and I don't I'm not an RFK guy at all but he should have been allowed to have his voice he should have you that's think? why he had to run as independent. Even yeah. though it was like a raspy voice, right? I mean, I think that's going to be his downfall. <laughs> yeah. Because imagine if you actually end up running for president. Can you imagine the memes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vice President Macy Gray. <laughs> <laughs> do, you,
1: Stupid. do you think he actually has a chance or no? Who? Uh, RFK. Because like we've never no. seen an
0: independent win, but no. do you think? I don't, I don't think he has a chance at all. Really? How come? Because you need to be, you need the support of the machine. Like at some point you need the money. It's so expensive. To run for project number one number two the memes the, his voice is gonna crush him because once people start making all the funny clips about him and he's got a really checkered history and people don't talk about it now but that's definitely come it'll by. smear it'll come out as a yeah. smear like he has history of like you know blatant drug use things like this that's definitely resurfaced people don't talk about it now because he's actually not as big and not a threat yet uh, but that will come out. I don't think he survives that. But his, but the, but the story arc for him is, I think, the most interesting about
2: coming back and the revenge story about his father and his uncle. And he's gonna come in and fucking dismantle all the agencies. I think I love that story arc.
1: Yeah. Do you think? Who do you think would be the one to, if they do did need to run a smear? You think it would be coming from the Democratic side or the Republican side? I think
0: both. Yeah. I I don't think. I don't think the right fears RFK at all because if you have RFK, I think Trump is, is a bigger, better candidate. He's got name brand value. Uh, I think if RFK were to run, I think you run into a problem because right now he's like, I represent every man. That's kind of his thing. People relate to him. But then once people realize he's actually a Kennedy and being a Kennedy means he's actually part of the biggest royal, fa- royal political family in the history of the America. And it's like, all right, he's actually not one of us. He's actually a part of the machine. And I think that's gonna become a narrative that becomes hit, hits a little bit harder. Like, I like a lot of his ideas, but they haven't gone after him yet. And once they go after him, I don't think he survives it. He's got too many skeletons in the back, in, in the back. So you, you, you just think it's, he might have his heart in the right
1: place, but because of his connection, like he- I don't think he survives. He just has a target
0: on his back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Geez. Because right now, it's easy to remove him because all they had to do was kind of push him away from the Democratic Party and then force him to become Republican. I mean, to become independent. And once you become an independent, your campaign kind of goes to die. Like how often do you hear of RFK anymore? Like almost never, right? Um, So I think that's gonna be the hardest battle for him. I don't think he has enough legs to kind of push through. I just don't. And it sucks because some of his ideas I think are fresh. And he's willing to say some of the things that people don't agree with. But again, once he goes, Kind of bigger mainstream, I don't think he survives it.
2: Yeah, I think um, his voter base though will be more similar to the Vivix and the Trumps and the and, and if anyone from the left who was like, "Well, I don't want to vote right, they would probably vote for a RFK, someone who's more anti-establishment on the left. Um, but I don't really see another candidate like that on the left. That's probably why he went independent. Bernie was the closest guy and and he's kind of way too old now. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I was watching this uh, podcast with Roger Stone. He was uh, Trump's pa- campaign manager. He's been in politics for hella years, right? Stone is a cheat. Yeah, and and so he was saying that if there is a, a candidate that's going to swap out with Biden, he thinks it's Michelle Obama or uh, call, him a, call him a first. And and then they're like, wait, you don't think he's going to be Gavin Newsom? And he goes, well, the DN, the the Democratic Party right now they just can't like they can't have a white man be president, and put the uh, the uh, like Michelle or coloma on the side. Like he's gonna have to run as vice. Yeah. And I'm like, oh wow, because he's like the play that they do is like they'll be a hypocrite, and they'll be eaten up by their own party. So
0: I was like, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, Gavin Newsom is being primed to be the 2028 candidate for sure. Um, he is. If you're in California and you don't like what he has done, he is not going away. He will they are priming him to be the 2028 candidate for sure. And if he has to be VP now, then he will probably be 2032, right? Because hopefully they're trying to do it. That's Bart's favorite guy, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's the part that makes me so
1: sad because I'm like, damn, why are people so fucking retarded? Like, he (laughs) fucked up San Francisco already. And the people are like, we should make him governor.
0: (laughs) Well, they try
2: to recall him. And then then they He fucks up
1: California. They try to recall him. (laughs) No, we definitely want him now. (laughs) And they put him back in. Now he fucks up California for a second time. They're like, we definitely need him for president. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Let's promote him. Yeah. You know how people actually vote, dude? They go, he looks cooler. Yeah. Like, most people, <laughs>
2: right they here. don't fucking think, they don't read policy, they don't do any of that. They look at a human being and they go, that
0: man looks like a leader, he speaks well, I like him. Who's this old fuck? Uh, who cares? And Gavin Newsom is probably the best politician out there. Because he's so good with his words, he is so polished, he says a lot of nothing. He has a punchable face though, dude. <laughs> he's a so guy, hot. he leads with one truth and then follows up with 99 Lies. So when you hear him, you're like, oh, yeah, he just told something true. And then he takes you off guard. And all of a sudden, it's just like lie, 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 lie. The kids will
1: call that riz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But
0: he is phenomenal. (laughs) Political riz. (laughs) Yeah, political riz. He is so good at what he does. So I think that's someone that people should be aware of uh, about what's going on. And the Democratic Party works in a very different way than I think the right. The DNC, especially the Democratic National Committee, they work... They are very party affiliated people. So if the DNC makes a decision, everyone has to follow the party line. That's just how they work, right? So it's top down. If this is what we tell everyone you have to believe, anyone that falls out of line of what our narrative is, they will crush you and kick you out. That's why it seems like the Democrat party is always kind of speaking the same word and same politics all the time, because that's how they operate. You're not allowed to leave the lines it's impossible Mm. if you say something that goes against the party we will put you in scandal and we will remove you so everyone follows the rules that's just how it is on the republican side they're a little more like that they used to be like that also and then this orange man showed up he's like no i'm gonna do it my way and people like holy shit now what do you do and that just really disrupted the entire republican party because the people that control the top of the republican party they hate trump because okay. they lost the control. They lost control. Well, both parties I heard used to operate that way. They like, operated like from
2: Bush that. and pre- previously, the the Republican Party was the same as the Democrat in the way they operated. Their sponsors were the same. It was completely the the same way. And, and I heard that, well, with Trump, he's been a Democrat all of his life. But when he decided to run for politics, they did an analysis and said, you probably went on the right. So he kind of flipped and then started talking to the people, the same people that Obama spoke to to win, the working class Americans, which Hillary completely forgot it when she did the campaign and lost because it was all about her and big city and and social snobs. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. Both guys, Obama and Trump, one speaking to the average human being in manufacturing and work and and, and just like blue-collar work and stuff like that. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy how it works, where people are just looking at these different, even strategies of how to win, and and so, what have you witnessed that personally, like watching
0: it in the right, seeing how different camps operate? Yeah, I mean, I, when people think about MAGA, right, because that's like such a polarizing word, and people think that people that associate with MAGA are just taking Trump's talking points and regurgitating them. That's kind of what people think, right? That Trump says something, everyone repeats it. It's actually the opposite. People within a movement talk and talk about what in their lives is bothering them, what in their lives that they see as irregularities in the world. And he's listening to what people are talking about and focusing on those issues. So he consumes like everything. He knows everything about everything going on in the country, what everyone is talking about. Like that guy is a machine. He just consumes and he's like, all right, I get it. I understand. And that's why people resonate with him. Not because people are thinking that he, not because he's the guy and we're mimicking what he says. It's because it feels like there's only one person out there at the top echelon of the world. That's actually listening to the people. That's exactly what it is. And I think once people realize that, that the difference between left and the right is like so small. It's not like a politics issue anymore. It's not. It just isn't. Right? It's that there is an establishment in the world. There is this higher level of society that wants to retain their way of life and they want to control how we on the bottom echelon of society how we live our lives to make it for their own agenda, for their own, you know, for their own benefit. And that the movement of people is not a left right movement. It's a movement of people going, bro, this fucked up. We're sick of this shit. To the world, like, why do we have to live like this? It doesn't make any sense. And I think that's really what the movement is. I think more and more people understand that and relate to that. They get it. Yep, but a lot of people go, you
2: fucking Trump supporter, you fucking dumb woke liberal. And I'm all like, it's not even about that. What it is, is it's it's there's this... Establishment group that's been in power for a very long time and they've been telling the people lies saying that it's great for you And you guys should all believe without question and it doesn't matter if you vote right or left But somehow as Andrew Tate and his fans would say the matrix has been fucking exposed, right? So it's it's kind of funny that we're seeing this whole uh, blend of reality and people looking at how people's perspectives are so polar and different because their reality is getting disrupted. If you grow up and believe everything that school tells you to, you're
0: gonna be in a whirlwind of fucking hurt. I think it's one of those things where if you see the crack in the matrix one time, next time you see it a little bit more clearly, and then you see them a little more clearly, and you start questioning more and more and more, you're like, fuck, they've been lying to me this entire time. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. Mm-hmm. And then it really starts to make sense. And that's the scariest part because a lot of people right now are waking up. And it's hard waking up to know that you've been lied to your entire life. It's like a scary moment. It's like being in the dark and walking outside in the bright light for the first time. You're like, fuck. Because your entire worldview is like shattered. I think that's why some people want to go back in. And yeah. the people
1: that recalled Newsom are like, nah no no, like who's the next candidate? That seems even scarier to pick someone else that I already don't know. At least I have some rapport with this Newsome guy. Let's just put him back in. <laughs> yeah,
0: some. it's just safety in the yeah. known. It's like in The Matrix. I know the steak isn't r- real, but I want to eat it anyway. Mm. It's like the same thing, you know, because there's comfort in what's normalized to you. And it's there's comfort in giving up control. So you don't have to make those decisions for yourself. People don't want to be master of, of their own life. They don't. Because what if you make a mistake? Everyone's thinking, what if, what if, what if, what if? But if you are forced to be the master of your own life, that's a lot of pressure. So I think that's really where people get stuck. That's why I say
2: dumbasses need communism. But smart, responsible, moral people, they could be libertarian. (laughs)